Hello, and welcome into episode 63 of Bourbon and Bad Opinions, where what we're drinking is better than what we're thinking. Uh, it's the COVID edition of this episode, where we are doing the social distance thing. Uh, Carrie, I'm here at Fort Lewis, uh, but via technology, for whatever that's worth, when we finally, I think, figured out how to work it, Rob, what's going on? Hello, what's up? Chad Exotic is in the house. What is up, good people? Chad, that's your new nickname. I don't care. You are now Chad Exotic. Did you happen to see that picture? No, Red Bean. I know John saw it. Oh, yeah, I saw it. It was fabulous. I thought it was amazing. It was amazing, yeah. yes. And we're going to get into talking all about that. But, Sean, we finally... <laughs> Sean, you're, you're here in some capacity anyway. I am. Yes, you are. I smell some discrimination on the internet. That's all right. And then, uh, John. I'm here on my Obama phone. Hoy <laughs> hoy. John, John is is sitting next to me. We are we are doing this. We are doing the social social distancing thing, and so we are doing this via the Skype. And man, this was a uh, this was something else to set up. It was a quick setup. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, I guess the the flip side is is what the fuck else you got to do anyway, right? Yeah, I mean <laughs> you know? this this, this is, is true. This is this is true. This is absolutely true. It's just you know I I'm so much more comfortable doing this stuff face to face, and I know that people there are people <laughs> plenty of people out there that podcast that have that do do it like this all the time that have never met their co-hosts. Um, but I just this kind of like. I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but it makes me miss face-to-face interaction with people, like being at the mm-hmm. table. That's fair. Yeah. So I got I, that. It I, works. But I will say that also in addition to that, being an independent podcaster, I'm glad that I'm able to do this um, or that we're able to do this kind of ourselves for however we're cobbling it together, right? Um, we don't need no professional setup, but I'm going to talk about that in a minute. All right, so, um, yeah, what day is this? Like, not Sunday, but what day of the quarantine is this? Does anybody know? No, because it feels like every day is Sunday anymore. It really does. And you know what sucks is, man, today the weather is fabulous. It's just, it's great in like, it's probably like 70 degrees, sun, a nice breeze going, and you would never know that the world is going straight to hell. (laughs) That's true. I mean, it is a nice day out. Yeah, it really is. Does John have the COVID? He keeps coughing. You got the Rona? It's the the, uh, bourbon down the wrong hole cough. Oh, Okay. Okay, that's what she said. That sounds convincing, doesn't it? <laughs> but I will say I'm that I'm COVID free since '93. <laughs> John John is a is an essential employee. Um, I, think I, got, I have a paper to prove it. Enough people who listen to this show uh, enough will will know that he is an essential employee. And so, you know, I'm working from home. Chad's working from home. Rob's doing something at home, and Sean's working at home. Uh, wow. I'm working from home. I got a meeting tomorrow. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, hey, what, your first meeting in two weeks, man? Uh, <laughs> come on, man. No, I had two is, or three meetings. Stop is, that. Is this meeting to oh, extend okay. your, your right. delay by another three weeks? They just did? No. That. We're, we're going to... Hey, 
Yeah, we're we're gonna start doing some uh, some digital content. So Ooh. I gotta I gotta wrangle some people into that. That's fair. That's fair. Ooh, nice. But yeah, John's uh John's gotta go to, go to work on Tuesday and uh, you know try and get people their essential stuff. And uh, they're trying to take precautions over there. But at this point, I mean, who knows? Because what two weeks ago when we did an episode, we were talking about the whole cruise ship thing, right? Yes. Yeah, and how, I don't know, I'd have to go back and listen to even what our opinions on that were, but now we are in full-blown, never-before-seen quarantine lockdown crisis mode, and, uh, yeah. I like to think it's shelter-in-place. Yeah, point of of order, Adam, this is not a quarantine. You're allowed to leave your house. That is is true. It's not shelter-in-place. That, yeah, I mean, I had to drive to the social distancing. Store. I know. Liquor stores and gun stores are open. That ain't a quarantine. Did you know, speaking uh, just for a moment, I was surprised to hear that they said the governor does not have the power to shut down gun stores. I didn't know that. I would that's think true. that's that's a two way thing, right? I mean, that's probably a yeah. yeah. Apparently, it is. It's one of those things where he can shut down everything. So, so there's this big long list. And for those of you who listen outside Kentucky, there's a big long list of things that are open and are not open, and they've started to take away like um, close the the front facing businesses was first, but now it's like person to person businesses. So. Uh, dentists, unless you have a dental emergency, or optometrists, unless you have an ophthalmic kind of emergency, you're not supposed to be breathing in other people's mouths or breathing in their eyes. It's perfectly loud. I can hear it in my ear. And I will, I will also say this in terms of like the optometrist. I would like to just I be vindicated for just just a second here because I got LASIK like three years ago, and I specifically looked at John and said. One of the reasons I'm doing this is so I don't have to fool with glasses and contacts when the apocalypse comes. Hey, I'm set. I can see. <laughs> it was a good decision. generation. Well, that's a little ways down the road. You know, I got a couple of old pairs of glasses still hanging around the house. But anyway. But it, it, it's good for you. It worked out very well that things turned in your favor to prove you're right. It's true. It's very true. Well, and I will say, too, that in terms of that Second Amendment thing, governors can't, I mean, they you can't pass laws that usurp the Constitution. I think that's... Right. That's kind of the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the short version. <laughs> so when they start, like, making us house uh, federal soldiers, you know, but... Uh, then we'll know the jig is up, right? Exactly. The boogaloo is on. The bug is on. <laughs> we book it hard. <laughs> you book it hard when they come to your yard. Oh, I like that. I like yes, that. Oh, I like that. I like that. But we are, uh, I, I think as far as the, of all of us are concerned, we're, we're all stocked up on the liquors, yeah? At least. The booze. Yeah, but that's kind of been my like my little brief sojourn out into the world is to you know yeah. I'm not I haven't gone and bought like a whole flat of double IPAs and you know two cases of White Claw because it's my brief little <laughs> moment of getting out of the house right. But I have noticed that all the liquor stores have social distance markings on the floor now, which yeah, is cool, yeah, right? So do. when you get in line, which I'm I've always a favor of. I don't like people in my space anyway, so. Now they've specifically spelled out six feet of distance, so it's it's fine. It's a sad, yeah, it's gonna, a sad little thing that I'm clinging on to right now. Right, Rob, what about yeah, you? No, I was going to ask, uh, 
same thing. I've gone out to pick up a, like a case of Union Light, something like that. But I wanted to ask John if they kind of marked off uh, the, the, the pharmacy. Is there any, anything on the floor as far as where people should stand, things like that? Well, of course. We have appropriate markings. <laughs> now, there may, have, may or may not have been a conversation about measurements. Some of us believed you measured incorrectly, and the people that installed them said they didn't. So I just waited until they left, and then I moved them from where they should have been. The better question is how many people are following the markings. Because we can mark all we want to, but you None. individuals None. have to follow. And it, I will say it's improved. It's I have noticed in my particular scenario, I've noticed a lot of people who are using the cart in a defensive fashion so that they are intentionally okay. like defending themselves <laughs> yeah. from others. Yeah. They, they, they'll, and you'd be surprised at the age of these folks too. I mean, they may have bad hips, but they can use that thing. They can pivot pretty quick trying to keep a good, strong three foot <laughs> circle. And it's many of them are ready to dump and run. So it's, it's, there've been some incredibly aggressive conversations. Um, I, I, I witnessed one where people were seriously like, you have to walk away. You, you can't get down this aisle. I'm not done shopping in this aisle. You need to stand at that aisle. Um, Carrie and I were at the yeah. liquor store last week, <clears throat> surprising to no one. And when we went down the, the aisle at Total Wine, it was interesting because there were some people who would stand at the head of the aisle and they would wait until it cleared to then shop the same aisle that you were in once you were completed with your purchases. But then there was this one Yahoo that walks in and he like reaches right in front of where you're looking, grabs what he wants, says, excuse me, and coughs all over it and walks right you on. So it's a mixed bag. I'd spit on that thumb, bitch. I'd spit on it. <laughs> they're, speaking, speaking of spitting, they're installing sneeze guards, which we will have too, that will separate us from the, the general populace. So that's exciting when it happens. But. I saw those at Lowe's. Yeah. It's it's happening oh, everywhere. It's in a Kroger too. Yeah, yeah Kroger, Walmart. I think yeah. every every kind of like big place that's still open that you that you can go to. So, Sean, what's uh, how's your liquor liquor storage situation? Oh, I'm I'm fine. I got I got more than enough liquor. Um, this is the only time I really drink during the week is with you guys. Usually after work drink, but yeah, I'm good. Oh, so now you're alcohol shaming us. Okay. I think we're done here. <laughs> well, we've we've been actually trying to support local um, here as much as we can. We've been to Shamrocks like five, six times because what sucks is we would have been to Shamrocks that much anyway this month because tournament, right? We would have been camped at Shamrocks for the yeah. whole entire month of March. And uh, we got some growler fills from them. We've gotten some food. Uh, we got some growler fills from Mirror Twin. Like we've just been, we've really been trying to support local restaurants as much <laughs> as possible because that's honestly, to tell you the truth, it, that's who's going to take the biggest hit in all of this. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Anyone, Rob, Chad, you want to chime in? No, I don't have a bad opinion on that. I mean, you know, as you know, uh, my neighbor and friend owns bars and restaurants and nightclubs, and we talk about this quite frequently. It's you know. Uh, he's doing all the best that he can for his people, but the goodwill and all that stuff can only go so far before you have to start thinking about, you know, the, we're in an uncharted territory here, right? This is it, without somebody just basically saying, <coughs> no, you know, we got to move to herd, herd immunity kind of standpoint and we just open things back up. This might, this is probably the long play that we're in for right now. Well, and, and a lot of these places simply 
survive. It, no, you're, and you're exactly right. And here's kind of my opinion on the whole thing. I feel like that, you know, restaurants and bar type places, and, uh, you know, we're going to get to what our governor's been doing, actually, because I feel like this, our, the state of Kentucky has actually been doing, like, kind of leading the country <laughs> in, in this kind of stuff. Um, but he opened it up so that restaurants could sell liquor. Uh, which I think has been good, uh, but I think what's going to happen is once restaurants exhaust the the supply of food that they had in for this <clears> month. <throat> so, for example, I'm just going to use Shamrocks for an, the example of my example. You know, they probably <laughs> bought extra for this month of March because they had St. Patrick's Day. They would have counted on St. Patrick's Day, and then they would have counted on the tournament, right? So, I have a feeling that a lot of restaurants are trying to go through their product especially the perishable stuff because you can't just shut the door and turn off the lights and you know because food's going to go bad so sell what you can but they're not going to be necessarily restocking things so once that once their supply is gone it's gone what i was going to say is like yeah you're right my friend adam you know he did right by his people so he gave all of his cuts of meat his chicken his steak stuff like that is burger to his employees because he knows some of them would have been ended up on unemployment because of this. So he tried to do right by his people first. Mm-hmm. And then he started selling off all the liquor because no sense sitting on a stash of, you know, beer and spirits and things like that. If there's not going to be, it's not going to be moving. Right. So right. go ahead and yeah. sell it. So he, he sold it back yeah. to the public and friends. So yeah, you're right. I mean, you just can't sit on this inventory with some hope that you might start back up in a week or, or two months from now. Right. Yeah. Rob, what were you going to say? Yeah. No, I think there's two things, and I think you're right on the the places that were mostly sit-down kind of places. But I think if you still had a, a takeout kind of model or if you did a lot of takeout, you were probably going to continue that um, because people are going out more. Uh, the other thing I'd say is I thought was really cool was what Two Keys was doing with their bourbon releases uh, as far as announcing them and selling – uh, some of their higher end bottles. I just thought that was it's it's kind of fun. Get something for people, something to do. So it's been entertaining. Although the prices have been a little high. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Some places are still killing it though. I saw like the article with Harry's and Malone's, and you know they're still doing a ton of business. People are showing up to support them, and you know they're yeah. down to a skeleton crew, obviously. But and I got to tell you, the monotony of eating at home is one of the things that I've noticed over this past two plus weeks. Is that, you know, I don't mind cooking, and my girls like my cooking, thankfully, but it's just like I feel like I'm in this rut that, you know, after two weeks, it's like, <clears> so <throat> I'm going to start trying to venture out more this week to do pickup to support more local businesses. Simply not because I'm like so altruistic, but because I need to change. Like, this is driving me insane. Sure. Chad, you try that red beans and rice recipe again, or? Oh, dude, I've made it like four or five times. <laughs> Really? And the girl, yeah, the girl was so sick of it. So the last, last batch I made, I ate it all by myself. I, like I had it for like lunch and dinner a couple of days. I had it for breakfast. Make it, glorious. make it again or drop it off on my porch and just text me when it's there. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Oh, hell yeah. I got you, homie. Yeah, I'm all with that, sir. I would take an order a bit also. Sean, you, you got an opinion on this? Um kind of interesting about this it's, it's, I agree with what you said about people need to unload <coughs> their perishables and I think you're right about a month in you're going to see some of the uh, takeouts shut down especially the people that aren't corporate because they're still getting shipments here's the thought about that as we see these uh, decisions ripple down to the food chain 
what about all the people who serve food and bring food, like the GFSs and all the better places? They're going to start taking a hit on this also because if a restaurant or, say, a place like uh, UK is not ordering, they've got a lot of stock in warehouses and they've got to move. So what's going to happen to that stuff that's there? Will it be like, let's open the GFS warehouse to the people so they can come in and buy food if you have money. Um, you can come get that. Yeah, I can, I can speak to that, actually, Sean. That's a good point. Of Another buddy of mine who I saw yesterday, he works for McLean, and they supply all the restaurants with like right. some perishables and they, you know, paper towels, all the essentials to run a restaurant. And the number of pieces on their trucks have dropped, and they're asking for voluntary furloughs. But they're also looking to contract with bigger places that now need it, like Kroger and places like in these uh-huh. uh, grocery stores who have a supply chain issue now, whereas there some of the restaurants, to your point, do not. You know, they've slowed down <laughs> quite a bit. And, and that actually makes sense. Um, you know, my thing personally in terms of cooking at home, you know, we're still getting our, our uh, Blue Apron delivery service. Don't say that. I, that's what I'm saying. Now I'm afraid somebody's going to steal it off our porch. I'm glad I'm home because as soon as they bring it, it usually I'd be fine, you know, being at work, we're at work and leaving it and nobody's going to touch it. Now I'm like, I need to run and get that thing before somebody realizes it's foodstuffs and steals it off my porch, right? Is that stuff any good? Carrie, Carrie, what day does that show up? Oh, uh, on a, be, a day that ends in Y. This is censored. Censored. Day that ends in Y. Um, <laughs> blur, <laughs> blur's day at this I, point. I really, I really actually like it. I mean, we've been doing it for a while, even before this. Um, but I like it. It works for us. We get three meals and and you know the recipes and all the ingredients and stuff you need are included, and it's super easy. And it it totally works for us because it's just the two of us. Um, but yeah, now I'm kind of got this paranoia about. Somebody stealing it off my porch, but oh, you've got a paranoia. I do. <laughs> That's the you know of all the things that land on your porch, that would be the thing I worry about somebody stealing. Right. Yeah. But I also have I also have this weird food insecurity in my head that um, honestly mm. I'm I'm like practicing fasting like for a long period of time. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it on here. I think you just did. Are you doing the are you doing the 168 yeah. thing? No, well, I we I've kind of been doing that anyway, but now I'm trying to to go as long as I possibly She's can. She's doing the 24/7 thing. It's yeah. I mean, Carrie saw my snack cart. I'm loaded. <laughs> yeah, Carrie is practicing stoicism. She's trying to see if she can do it out. She could like ready for that. You I know, I, I am. had it going on. They did. I Actually, Sean, I, I, I've read and had listened to a bunch of YouTube videos about Stoicism way before this ever happened. I'm trying to find a new philosophy. Anyway, um, that is for another podcast that is not this. So, so you went from the natural progression from Stalinism to Stoicism. You're just working through the alphabet? Sure, if that helps you. <laughs> that explains a lot. If that helps you. All right. You know what? Let's just talk about what we're drinking. I will. I, we oh, should do no, that. Go yes, ahead, yes. John. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a little concerned. So we've talked about the COVIDs. And, and sadly, today, just as we started the show, we found out that COVID has taken Joe Diffie, which hurts my heart yes. greatly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now we hear that John Prine apparently has the COVIDs. Really? Oh. This thing is an no, evil he, mistress. He, he, what? No. Well, John Prine was in the... So. Trouble group because he had a stroke a few years back. And mm-hmm. the last videos I've seen him, he wasn't. He was still singing, but he wasn't looking well. Yeah, he was pretty. So, he's pretty old. Yeah. yeah. Joe Diffie, that mullet probably predisposed him to a lot of shit. 
John Deere Green, baby. Fun story about Joe Diffie, real quick. Uh, we were in Nashville, I think it was for SEC Tournament. It was. And we were at some bar in Nashville, and Joe Diffie showed up and got on stage and just started playing. And then they just let him play for like... Wow. An hour and a half or two hours or something. Played all the hits. It yeah, was probably he, he did. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Regular Joe. That's exactly right. Okay. So uh, let's get to what we're drinking. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Rob, I'm going to start with you. Um, since we're all just kind of spread out through the universe, uh, I went with a little Old Forster 1910. Uh, I knew I was going to like it. Um, it's very smooth, enjoyable. So just chilling with the bottle. All right, Chad's not drinking the bourbons today. No, it's a little too early. Uh, I'm still drinking the, the old White Claw raspberry. I'm just glad to now see that they this year they're finally selling flavors individually in eight and six packs or eight packs, whatever it is, as opposed to like last year you had to get the multi-pack just to get mango and right. raspberry. But, but now I've got full-on raspberry, so that's good. But if- people are saying good things about the new watermelon. I've heard They've got a watermelon one out there. I've heard mad props Excuse to watermelon. Me, sir, that's racist. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what are you drinking? Sorry, Rob. Um, I bought a small bottle of the Peerless uh, Small Batch uh, Kentucky Straight. Ooh. And I, I, I have kind of killed that right now. I've mixed it with rosemary bitters. I mean, excuse me, labyrinth bitters. And it went down kind of smooth. So, hey, we're moving on to something else right now. All right. Good deal. Well, we were going to drink. Is that the OF Rye bottle? Huh? Excuse me, sir? I said, was that the, o- yeah, was that the OF Rye bottle you pulled up just a minute ago? Um, yeah, that's probably for third. Right now, I've uh, moved on to a bottle of, uh, of Bluegrass Distillers, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, a single barrel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, I know one of the dudes, and he gave me this taster. Yeah, he should have kept it, but that's another story. Right. Well, that is what that is. So, proving Rob's yeah. influence and basically confirming his cachet as an influencer, we chose to go with the old Forrester <laughs> 1910 as well. Yeah, and I had to dig it out of the back of the hutch here because it wasn't going to be open until, Rob, we saw what you were drinking it wasn't. It was eligible. Apparently, it wasn't. Is that a, 90, I, is that a 96 perfer? 93. Yeah, no, it's 93. 93. 93. Okay, I know something like that. Yeah. So that's, we, a, that's a solid bourbon. I like that. Because mm-hmm. I told John to just pick something out of whatever he wanted to pick. And he had pick, he had queued up a Blanton, something or the other. Um, but then when we saw yeah. Rob was drinking the 1910, we thought we'd drink along with Rob. Now I've got oh, now I've got booze in security because I don't have an, a 1910. Oh. <laughs> well. Well, Chad, I, Chad, I've seen it on the shelf. Actually. You What's can that? Get it now. Yeah, I know, I've but I'm not. I'm not paying fifty bucks for that. I mean, I like it, but I don't think it's fifty dollars worthy. I think that's no, no. Total wine is a better deal. What do they have it for? Uh. 44, 45, something like that. Oh, okay. That's and, not... I can, and I can get four uh, Heaven Hill 90 proof green labels for that, bro. <laughs> You're right about that. You, you got you to gotta be budget conference, conscious, man, in the in rony times. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> speaking of which, the. You can buy those by the half liter. 
you you can find the the half gallon the hh green label plastic half gallons as rob points out they were readily available at the total wine on sunday so it's like 22 bucks man for a handle so when you when you got somebody when you got somebody crocheting your own mask and you're ready to take that one roll Make it a stop. <laughs> there distance, you go. distance yourself, or and and you'll be pissed. You so I wanted to talk, touch on a That's little right. bit about what distilleries are doing around here. Anyway, I don't know. You know, I guess this has gone nationwide. I'm not sure, oh, but it yeah, it has. Okay, but um, you know, a lot of distilleries around here now are starting to make hand sanitizer. Um, with their white lightning or, you know, whatever, which I, th- I think that's, that's fair. Cause I think most distilleries now yeah. I did see, I did see yeah. a, a news piece on like distilleries who have just started like, um, what's that? The blue, bluegrass, um, and the one on Manchester. Wilderness Trail. Yeah. Wilderness they've done out. a lot. Yeah. And, and they've been helping out in Danville and like Stanford and areas no, that, that are further out. So I, I, I've appreciated that. Right. Yeah, no, and I, 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 t- I, I totally have too. What I worry about is some of these smaller distilleries who may not have the backlog of stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, like your but buff. They're, but they're going through their vodka. Well, that's you true. Can just produce that like fairly quick. Yeah, all not, you need is they're not all going you need through their whiskey. You just need 120 proof, like you know, pure grain spirits. Exactly. Same thing as like, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's obviously being very helpful and props to all of the distilleries out there who have, uh, who've yeah. decided to do that for sure. And I heard, oh, yeah. heard yesterday that Budweiser is going to start doing it. I don't know if they, how, how they have access to get alcohol at that proof, but I've heard that they're doing it as well. Yeah. And that's interesting. That's pretty interesting. I hadn't heard that about Budweiser because usually Budweiser in like a crisis situation or like an emergency does the water, does the, water the cans yeah. of water and stuff. So I hadn't heard that about them they've doing been, this sanitizer. Yeah. They've been, they've been promoting that volunteerism pretty heavily on the, the social media. Uh, I noticed that in the last couple of days. Uh, and I thought Buffalo trace was interesting. Instead of making hand sanitizer, Essentially, they're giving away the bottles of white lightning to use as a disinfectant because it's like 160, 180 proof. So, so just as good as is what yeah. but, alcohol you'd find in the store. Or? Alcohol, yeah. But see, that, I've got a question for John. Okay, so, what's the what's the isopropyl alcohol scene look like at pharmacies right now? Is it gone too? Gone. When we bring, I guess so. So, so now, in in my situation, we used to be a twenty four hour location. We're no longer, so they've they've cut that stuff in half. We now have old people hour one day a week when they get to come in at six in the store. But the problem is nobody's stopping old people. <laughs> so we've done it once. Um, so yes, I'm up at six, up at four actually doing the whole thing. But anyway. We're sitting there, and I've had a couple of these jerks that come in here, and you're clearly under 60. You know who you are. Stop doing your shit. You don't need condoms at 6 in the morning. I don't care how bad a man you think you are. You don't need that. (laughs) So what happens is it gives us a chance to stock the shelves, gloves, hand sanitizer, any isopropyl alcohols of any sort. Um, And we've gotten now to the point where, I mean, masks are long gone. But now just regular bar soaps and things like that. We'll have it in the morning, but generally in the first hour, it's totally gone. And we've seen anything from just individuals buying one or two to doctor's offices and clinics coming in buying as many as they can because they don't have any choice. So it's there's there's no chance that any of the isopropyl, any disinfectant, whatever it is, wherever it is in the store is long gone. Yeah. 
So to say the same thing is true for the aloe vera, vera as well. Well, that's the other component in it, right? Aloe vera gel, correct. Yes. Now, some of you people are buying aloe vera juice for your colon cleanse, and y'all mixing that with alcohol, <laughs> thinking it's going to work. And y'all just going to end up with a lot of mess on your hands, because this is not going to work. I'm just telling you. Yep. But you're still buying it. That doesn't sound good. You're still buying <laughs> that it. That doesn't sound good at all. You should have read the fine print or checked your sources on this YouTube business because y'all ain't buying the stuff you need to be buying. <laughs> See, and th- this is the kind of this is the kind of real information you're going to get from this show, right? I mean, <laughs> you're not going to get what? that anywhere else. <laughs> I am straight up Everclear because I bought a bottle of the 190 proof, and it's the best thing because I followed the the WHA WHO. Um, recipe it's good stuff so that that's an interesting point because i may have mentioned already we were at uh total wine a week ago and one of the things we saw was a display of everclear and i almost bought a half gallon of it i didn't because i'm like "Eh, i don't know but i almost bought it it because you can number one it's going to save an alcoholic somewhere sometime somehow Number two, you can spray it on anything and disinfect. And if you just water it down, you'll be fine. As long as you use a one-to-one ratio, you're still going to be good. It, yes, sir. It, and that's, that's something that people have – unfortunately, one of the things in the news is talking about people in Pennsylvania because they did shut down uh, some of those – or limited some of the liquor stores and things. And there are people that are really having a problem now that they can't, they can't get to the source of the, the liquor. So – Drink responsibly now, because the zombies may get you later. run liquor stores. Yep. Yep. We ain't got them, which is good. Okay, I had a couple more topics that are on the COVIDs or whatever, and kind of how Kentucky's been dealing with it and and that kind of thing. But I'm going to skip those right now. We may circle back around, um, because we have have to talk about the biggest thing that's come out of this whole entire shelter-in-place thing, right? And that is... The, Net, the Netflix documentary, Tiger King, which, you know, Chad... Which Chad has been trying to get y'all to watch for a no, long time. No, Chad, I was getting ready to say, Chad, Chad has been obsessed with this for a while. Um, and Chad has, has been pushing it on the text, the group text. And, you know, it's 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 popping in social media right now. Just I mean, it is all it is everywhere, everywhere. So, John and I watched all of it. Rob, did you make it through all seven episodes? I, I'm still working on it, but I mean, I, I know enough to, okay. to have a conversation. Spoiler alert, they're crazy. Sean, did you make it through all seven episodes? I finished it last night, and um, that is a sorry bunch of human beings. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> we've, we've, definitely, we've definitely got opinions on this. I, I have, you know, the, when we finally watched the whole entire series about episode four, I think is where my opinion kind of really solidified on this whole thing. And I think it's a little bit... I got you on it. I got you on it. Yeah, I think Sean and I kind of agree on this. John's opinion is, yeah, it... <laughs> He's got an opinion. No, no. We, we, but we definitely all have opinions on this. So, you know what? We're going to talk about this, and I'm just going to, like, f- we're going to oh. freeform it and just kind of, like, Chad, I'm actually going to start with you since you were the first. No, I was going to say, let Chad. Yeah. I'm because let, Chad, I'm gonna, is, Chad is the Tiger King. Chad is the Tiger King on this, and I'm going to let Chad, Chad start exotic. out with this because, yes. Chad exotic. Chad exotic. Chad exotic. Chad exotic. So, Chad. Rice and beans to me always, brother. Rice and beans. Chad, go for it. So, so I'll say this. I absolutely every, loved everything about it. 
it kind of hits on all the things we've talked about on the show, how, how just terrible people are. Right. And these, but it's like, yeah. it's like a beautiful car wreck that you can't take your eyes away from. Right. You've got, you've got drug addiction, you've got con men, you've got a crazy person who I said, and it's finally, I saw when you all sent a meme today, I'm glad that somebody said it. Cause when we were watching it, I told Jen, I was like, this chick freaks me out in the way that Hillary Rodham Clinton freaks me out with those eyes and that laugh. And it just like, there's just there's just so many bad people that when you get to the point with a person I thought that was the most normal was the Colombian or Cuban drug lord, right? I mean, when, he's, when he is your pillar for like like of, like the goodness of the people on there, truth I mean, and justice, like, yes. The the characters are so insane. Even the guy who used to be the ammo clerk at Walmart, who became the campaign manager, you're just like. These people are just have such big personalities and it all comes together in this just mass of fucking craziness, depravity, you know, and some of it's like deplorable and sad, like the manipulation of these sex cult type things and like the manipulation. These people working 16 hours a day for 125 bucks a week so they can keep getting meth. You know, it's like it's just mind blowing, but there's some funny parts to it. I mean, when. When the dude gets pissed off and he gets that Tannerite and he starts blowing shit up, I literally was <laughs> I mean, I could not stop crying. I was laughing so hard. And I guess, you know, and Carol Baskin might be the greatest villain I've seen in years. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. John. John's, that, man, <laughs> that man's level of hate for her is is kind of unmatched in a lot of things I've seen. I mean, it's just like a sing- the singular focus of his hatred. Ultimately became his undoing, right? And I don't. It's yeah. and not to interrupt, but he was in a situation where he made money as a zoo. I'm not leaving. Leave aside the rest. He he made money and he was caring for the animals until that started happening. And then his, as you said, his laser-like singular focus on that individual pretty much ruined his life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So really and a lot of life, a, a lot of others. Well, I guess, yeah, Rob, you could kind of call it a Greek tragedy. So, Rob, what was your take on it? Is that what you've seen so far? I mean, again, I, 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 it's. I think Chad's kind of pretty much spot on on most of this. It is just a bunch of interesting characters. That's. I mean, it's a train wreck, and you you just want to see where it ends. Get down. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm looking forward to to the next episode, but. There, there, there's no real likable characters. There's just like, like again, Chad said, how to manipulate people, how to get these these young people to do things that you want them to do. I think that one one place is paying like a hundred, one's one twenty five, and even the the Bastion lady. All those people work there for free, and it's like they're making a ton of money off these people, right. and 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 all the other stuff that goes with it. It's just mm-hmm. it's crazy. But again, I think. That's when you realize that when you have this one thing and that's the only thing that drives you, this is probably what you become. Yeah. So did you all think that there was no difference basically between Carol Baskin and Doc Antle and those? I mean, they're manipulating people for money. Yeah, Chad. She was government funded, right? There wasn't, and I'm going to get to that in just a second, um, because I think that all three groups of people were the same. They just attracted different groups of people to them. And yeah, yes, well, yes, yeah, and I'm. I'm on, 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 go ahead, on Rob. That, no, just real quick though. 
I think that this documentary probably hurt her the most because she had these millions of followers and she comes off again as just this crazy person. Yeah. I mean, I would stop following her. I mean, if you just casually follow yeah. her, you like big cats. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, okay, she's a normal person. Then you see her, you're like, oh, hell no. Yeah. And John, John's going to get to that in just a second. So, Sean, you watch the whole thing. What's your opinion? I think these are the worst examples of human beings that ever walked the planet. And that's including <laughs> Attila the Hun. <laughs> Ooh, that's strong um, words. It's strong words. Um, I was just, I started out and I kind of watched it. Joe was mildly appealing when I'm sitting there watching him. You're not his type. He becomes, no, sir, thank you. I don't need meth and a tiger, okay? But it gets worse. There was no redeeming characters in this whole documentary of this, except, I must say, I had a passion for the federal prosecutor who was discussing the case a little bit later on in it. Rob, spoiler alert. But anyway. Um, uh, it's okay. But it was, it was just kind of, it was sad. And here's the well, thing that I mentioned to the group in a group chat. It reminded me so much of the dog uh industry that I know of. Yeah, like what's going on in the background, I guess, and Rob, is that you? That's Rob. Oh, yeah. No, that's not me. Oh, that's Sean. Okay. But yeah, Sean, you did mention the dog, the kind of the dog industry, or the dog showing industry, I guess. Yeah, I've seen all of these people, sorry, I had to shut the windows, I have seen all of these people at dog shows. I mean, you've seen the flamboyant gay man kind of has his cult that follows him around. I've seen the, the driven woman, for whatever reason, has millions of dollars and buys, like, you know, quarter-million-dollar buses to drag her dogs across the country. I've seen it all, and it just reminded me of that. In fact, our we have a family friend who will not watch um, Best in Show because... Best in Show? Thing by, Best in Show by Christopher Guest is yes. so real that... A lot of dog show people won't watch it. And that's mm. the kind of same thing remind me about this Tiger King. I've seen all these people. I've seen the con men. I've seen the criminal. It just kind of blew my mind. Yeah, and I actually... Yeah, so, go ahead, Chad. I was going to say, like, you know, people... The, the memes have been great, but to me, the, the weirdest flex that I saw on the whole show is when the, the girl, poor girl, gets her arm bitten off by a tiger. Like, oh, he's raging, sure. he's raging mad... But then the next scene, he's got on a EMT bomber right? jacket. Right, right. Where the fuck yeah. did he get an EMT bomber jacket? I said what the same flex, thing. It was great. I said the same <laughs> thing. I'm like, now this guy's at EMT. What the also hell? Also noticed that. Also right. Noticed that. He probably got it on eBay. It was a strong flex. Yeah, it, it, strong it really flex. was a strong flex. So, John, now it is your turn. Well, so it's interesting because, first of all, point of, I guess, background. Order, whatever. Well, point of background. I am not... I'm not a PETA person, but I am not. I'm I'm against these regional type zoos because of all the problems and the whole story and the things that Chad talked about. I think nobody mentioned the animals. Like to me, that's the worst possible thing. Yeah. Is at the end. Spoiler alert, Rob. Um, when they give those statistics and they start talking about it, it to me that's the worst possible thing because I, I support zoos. I support yeah. zoos that can support animals that have the funding to do that. I do not think that these yahoos. I believe this show highlights the number, the sheer extent to which people should not own these animals. They cannot care for them. There are other things involved. I think that in in terms of the the those that were highlighted in this 
particular documentary, they're all the same people. You've got one person that he sort of amassed around him society's outcasts. Degenerates and, and that kind of thing, yeah. Well, it's, it's people that didn't have a place to go. And then you find, like, truth of fact is some of these kids are like, end up being his husband, and they're like, well, I'm not really, according to others, they're like, well, I'm not gay, I'm just here. But then you wonder how much drug use is sort of endemic in that situation, because it was clear that there were some. Then there's this dude in South Carolina who has this harem of crazy women that is, yep. they're, they're 19 years old, oh, and that, they become oh his. That was a cult, that was a cult to the, that's a cult to the nth degree, and I'm sorry, but also, his tigers were overweight and unhealthy. The ones that live. A lot of them that they well, showed. The, the, the thing about him, he stated that he had a PhD in mysticism. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, but I don't think that's exactly real. Lie, right? they, they called him Doc, yeah, and then one person had the balls to say, oh, he has a PhD in mysticism. So, the fuck John, you Carol was your favorite, wasn't she? That bitch killed her works, husband. The absolute works. That bitch oh, killed her husband. John. I'm telling you now. Yes. She was. She could not have gotten into the degenerates with Joe. She was too old when she got the the way to South Carolina to go. To, so she was thrown out of her house. A terrible situation, if true. I'm just asking questions. She makes the. She's picked up by on a pickup truck. Breaks up this man's family. Takes all his money because she fed him to the tigers, and everybody knows that. Every damn body yes. knows that. Yes. Hold on. Yes. Allegedly, sir. hold on. Allegedly. Uh, the man picked her up. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he no he he bears some he bears he, some fault he bears in this. Some fault in this too. Yeah. I doubt he thought that okay. he should have been fed to the tigers, but <laughs> I'm saying. So so if if I have a way to dispose of you in my backyard, that I'm sitting here going, how much? How am I going to get all this Walmart meat and figure out what I'm going to do with this? The the grossest thing was the fact that he may or may not have spoiler alert, Rob. Serve that meat on those pizzas for them people. That's pizza. Oh, that was. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, couldn't do that. Was, that was really bad. That was bad. <laughs> so, John, and you know he did. John, you know he did. John from the word go did not like Carol. Did not like her. I didn't oh. like that bitch. Hey, cool cats and kittens. It's Carol yeah. from Big Cat Rescue. She'll probably sue me for saying that. The other great thing was all the music videos. I mean, oh. everybody had a video. Even Carol had a video. She did. Hey, even if it's not his voice, I don't care. <laughs> Though they were like cinema, cinemagraph, cinematography was amazing. They were pieces yes. of art. John pegged that from video one. He literally turned to me and said, "That is not his voice. There is no way that voice is coming out of him." Well, you, but when you got his, one of his husbands in the woods, it's like. Hunters, put down your guns. And he, like, stops and he puts down... I mean, it was just... <laughs> standing on the top of a truck. And then it, then they, that the fact that they found a Carol doppelganger to be in that... Here, oh, my, oh my God. Right. That woman, she should be charging double because that woman convinced me. I had to pause that thing and back it up to figure out if that was not her. But that... Oh, I'm so, telling you. honestly, I felt sad by, like, episode four because, I mean, and, and you know, we've all, we all kind of touched on this in our in our own little way because they were all exploiting different groups of people. You know, I felt Joe was ex- exploiting yeah. Yeah. the kind of people who were lost and didn't have anywhere else to go marginalized. and marginalized. Yeah. Um, you know, the other doc dude or whatever you want to call him was obviously exploiting women who, 
either were in abusive relationships or or something like that. And then this Carol chick was just abusing people who for free, right? Who were who wanted to to save, I think, cat big cats and and that kind of thing. It was it, it it got sad to me for the exploitation of people and the exploitation of animals. I was just sad at the yeah. end. And not, and not to mention the level, like how bad some of these people were duped that worked for Carol. The fact that you had to yeah. give two years of volunteerism to, to like, yeah. get up to the next to, like shirt level. That's like to damn get Scientology. A, really? That's to like get Scientology. A, okay, yeah. to, I didn't say that well, because I'm it. not going to be sued. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one group I'm not going after. But I'm telling you, that's exactly right. We're going to have this arbitrary and facetious idea of colored shirts, and you're going to work your ass off because PETA says, and that's what happens. If I'm PETA, I'm, and again, I'm not necessarily saying I'm a fan, but I'm just saying, at what point do you watch this and you're like, we have backed the wrong horse? Yes, we missed Crazy Horse and Doppelganger Horse and this polygamist horse, but we are fully behind the wrong person here. This woman is, she is as bad. As the rest of them, in my opinion, because that's all she does. She she cloaks herself in the veil of protection, but there is no way that you could watch that and say, this woman has not driven her stupid little bicycle halfway down the road like crazy old witch of the West to figure out what's going on there. So I want to talk talk about a couple other people, right? First of all, I want to talk about this reporter dude that got involved with him to film his TV show and this documentary oh, thing. You mean, Hunter, you mean Hunter S. Thompson? Hunter S. Thompson ding, crossed, ding, with, ding. No, crossed with Rob, Rob and Kelly was a, 100% right. He was a Hunter S. Thompson crossed with Gatewood Galbraith, Rob. Oh, yes. Galbraith, yeah. Yeah. Gatewood, R.I.P. Gatewood. Yeah. But this dude... Yeah, no, yeah go no. ahead, Rob. I was going to say, but he was already on Inside Edition. So, I mean, he just fits right into this because that's just latest TV to begin with. I will say I'd forgotten hard copy existed until I saw some of the footage. Oh, I did too. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. He, uh, he's still out there, though. Man. Yep. He, like, uh, he's got a Facebook account. He lives yeah. like in, uh, I want to say, Norway now or someplace like that. You know, and just... He just rages on the U.S. and Trump. It's it's like it's yeah. He's and about how ruined his life has been and how he's had to take you know because let's all like that was the biggest bout of Jewish lightning I've ever seen for that <laughs> building, right? I mean, let's just call oh it God. what it is, right? That's what like, I'm oh, saying. Is, all my records. What's that? But that, that's what I'm saying. Is who, so? How do you think that building went up? Yeah. R.I.P. The reptiles. He he set a fire. Set a fire. Yeah. He went over and poured some gasoline, some accelerant, and burnt. So here's the thing that bugs me about that. It's like it was obviously all this tape or digital media that burned up. Everybody getting the footage of him talking about filming Joe. Where was that hit? I was asking yeah. those questions because it's supposed to have burned up in the fire. So you think Joe did it? Is that no, what no, we're no, saying? No. I think the producer did it. Oh, oh I thought Joe did the producer it. did it. I thought well, Joe did it to hide well, well, the video showed a tall, lanky man who looked as though he was walking in that direction. So, Rob, what do you think? Have you gotten that far yet? No, I haven't gotten that. Oh, okay, okay. Well, oh, man, you got to get on it. My, so, my whole question is in all this, who doesn't back up the footage? Who doesn't? I keep like... Once this show, once exactly. I do a show, I keep copies of the show once I'm done with it. And even the, the wave file I keep in 12 different places, right? All my podcasts. So another person that, we, that nobody seems to talk about enough is 
the, like the level of con and thank you. shenanigans of Je- thank of you Jeff Lowe. thank you I was That's about to interrupt you. people because what we a have fucking house of cards. my concern is we've slandered some people and the last motherfucker that in my opinion I was should ready to be go there no if you had to rank these bitches I would say that in in terms <laughs> in level of worse I still think he's worse than Joe. Oh. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Like, I think he's number two. Okay, Sean, what do you think? Maybe three. Doc Antle. Mysticism. No, no, I had problems with him because, one, he's a sexual predator. Let's just call it what it is. Allegedly. I'm sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly. You have to separate him from the crowd of sexual predators because there's about seven. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, you need to catch up. But the whole lifestyle was just, it was... It was his life. It was too much. I just couldn't. It was just really. He's smuggling these animals in to do this. Well, and here's just and yeah. Here's the, thing that, here's the thing that really got me about that. I'm sorry, Rob. We got to jump ahead. But That's fine. No, that I, his, I mean nothing's going to shock wife, me at this point. Did you guys catch the look on his face when his wife was pregnant and they were talking about hiring a nanny? Yep. Oh. And they did. Oh, it was on Bar- it was on Barstool today. She's a smoke show. Their nanny is a legit smoke show. Here's the thing with this guy, and I was not shocked. I was not shocked in the least when all when they came out and said his wealth was all smoke and mirrors. I was like, oh, yeah, really? I could have told you that. He was in an affliction shirt. Okay. I mean, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I pointed that out when we watched the show. I said. So this man, well, he probably does. So this man, he's walking up there, and I'm like, you mean the guy in the affliction shirt, and he's got those embroidered-ass jeans? That guy's going to save yeah. this place? Yeah. No. So, he's not Joe's type, first of all. And secondly, that man ain't got no money, because he's sitting there. You knew that he didn't have any money when he wore that, that flat-billed hat like a Louisville fan, yep. and he had that do-rag tied it's around. Because I looked at him like, that man ain't got no hair. That's what he's doing is he's covering up his bald ass. He Brett Michaels did. So here's the other thing with this whole show that, you know, we'll go, we'll kind of go around the, the room here, the, the Skypes here. Rob, or did you have any, did you want to say something else? No, no. I, I mean, like, like basically as Chad said, when the, when the, when the Scarface character that the, the potentially Scarface is based off of is, is the best like moral <laughs> compass of the show. Yeah. You, you done messed up. Yeah. So yeah. I actually, I kind of, you know, I felt bad for the guy who was the zookeeper for Joe, um, who obviously has a substance abuse problem. Um, oh, yeah. The one with no sad. legs? Yeah. No, no, the other guy with the long oh, hair. The long hair. Oh, the long yeah. hair, blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, that was horrible. Right. Oh. That was horrible. Yeah. And, I felt so bad about that. Yeah. And the guy oh, would, go ahead, Rob, sorry. What, what I do want to say is, I mean, and this is this is the magic of TV. When they show these places, and, and again, I mean, Joe's place obviously was the the, the most we'll say run down of it. But like the, the young lady with one arm, when they showed them, like the backdrop oh. was like, oh yeah. And, yeah, and you know there's you know there's a better place. So there's a lot of TV and theatrics yeah. involved no, no, right, in this sir. as well. Right. Thanks, Rob. Don't like, don't cross the full call on us. We know that. <laughs> That's no. the only fucking thing got good in 2020. Don't take this from me, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. No, I totally agree. And you know, there's 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 editing, and then you know, there's there's this kind of thing, and and, and you know, they're they're already talking about a season two of this, and and all this kind of well, stuff. Yeah, because Why? because they've said they've said they have so much footage, 
and it's gone yeah. so well that again conspiracy if if the quarantine continues or if the, I'm sorry the, the shelter in place correct if the shelter in place continues they're planning on releasing this because so many people have talked about it that they can continue to make cash off of it Chad go so, so Carrie, you mentioned that long-haired blonde guy, his domain zookeeper, right. the guy that he'd, yeah. he'd found, you know, kind of the drug society, and the guy had mentioned he had struggled with it, but he had been clean and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they get to, like, almost the last episode. Yep. The guy's got mm-hmm. sitting there, and he's got, mm-hmm. like, a yep. finished handle of, like, Tavarsky vodka, and he is, like, and done. KD party blotto times 10. I and mean, there, there was, was a... Sad. It, it was said because when he sat there, he's he's doing this interview sitting in a chair, but there's a wheelchair beside him. And you're looking yep. at I'm like, yep. why is that there? Because he was not the person that was injured or whatever. But you see that. And behind him, they clearly framed the shot to see that handle of TV 90. He got the good and, stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. they showed and him it's, in the bedroom. Yeah. And right. Like, and it's. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I think that was the unspoken truth of the whole thing that they wanted to imply. And I mean, I'm not saying because he may still sue me, but some folks were after doing doing good for animals in terms of Carol and her little legion of doom. And some people were after Doc Annell's MS and whatever BS he's got and whatever is going on there. But there, there was a clear undercurrent of drugs that from every oh, one of his yeah. husbands to all these people to all these folks that were sort of outcasts that found their way there that wanted truly probably started to believe they were there to help animals and then mm-hmm. I would I'd love to know how much meth was sold through that You're facility right. just saying so uh, so I, the, the, the sorry Sean go ahead oh this brings up a question which you may transition to where does the money come from this this is purely a cash society because when Joe was running he's yep. like this is like three four five thousand dollars right here no, and, and well, they I, talked about that. Four thousand dollars in cash to buy an animal. Right. Go, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. Well, they talked about that when they were talking about the the, the admission and the petting of the the, the baby tigers. But they say it went anywhere from like two to six hundred dollars. And if you look at those crowds, I mean, you're racking up some cash pretty quickly. And, I, and I'm sure that they weren't, you know, turning all this in to the to, to the to the IRS or whatever right. it was. I mean, you know, so there was a lot of money to be had, obviously, which is what gets me to the point of where did all that money go? With some it went to drugs and stuff like that, right? And, yeah. I mean, he mentioned yeah. when he said this is going to financially ruin me, ruin me. I mean, he had maxed out like three or four credit cards, like you know. And he's when you're on the run and you're thinking that a big money play is three thousand dollars. That's not a big money play. I'm sorry to tell folks that are out there that think yeah. that is. That's not. But it's an underground yeah. scene. He's paying his people like on the cheap, you know. So the m- money and probably went to, well, it went to bullshit like his campaign. It went to drugs, obviously. It went his, to other weird efforts. It was not a financially stable operation. At absolutely, all, I don't, you know. he the dude stole sixty thousand dollars from administ- admittedly an absolute jerk for t-shirts, yeah. condoms, all that kind of yeah. crap. It. You're exactly right. When they started talking about getting this much money and this was like this big money sort of thing and he, he was just waiting for it to all clear, he was never going to get yeah. away. Yeah, so so kind of, Rob, to, your, to, to kind of bring it back around to your point of the people who are paying for this, I actually 
kind of mark the people who were lining up to Carol's facility or who visited any of these facilities as to be complicit in this whole operation because you're the ones who are given yes, paying, given money, so, given money to this to, to let them trade in illegal animals, which obviously that was a big source of money too. That was going on um, to and you know to fund this whole operation the people who were coming to these so-called and i'm using air quotes here zoos or whatever operations you want to call them i mean lines out the door they're just as complicit as anybody else in this if not more so oh no i agree i agree with that but in full disclosure there's a picture of me from the 70s petting a lion i remember this thing it was turfwood mall oh in the seventies, and I remember, and my mom still has a picture of me, and I'm sitting there with the lion cub on my lap, and said, and, I, and the thing I would take away from this is that when the picture was taken, the guy says, "Check your fingers, make sure it didn't eat you," and I look down and make sure all ten of my fingers are there, and then I move <laughs> on. Of course, this was the seventies, a different time, but yeah. Terry's right. The people who in the in the year two thousand and whatever who line up by the hundreds. And drop two, three, four, five hundred dollars to go to have these experiences are extremely complicit in in this kind of subjugation of these animals and the, the perpetuation of the drug lifestyles in these folks have. That's my two cents. I think Sean's right because when they talked about it, they would not discuss what the cost was to get into some of these private sort of exclusive events yeah. the the breeding thing it was a difficult scene to watch when the tiger was having having cubs oh god and they were using the long thing yeah. spoiler alert i mean that was hard that that sort of i've said this in the beginning i went to a zoo in evansville indiana one time 20 years ago and i'm like i'm out i'm totally done with all this crap i'm not it when you see a polar bear in southern indiana a place i wouldn't live that thing was miserable, and I would have killed myself. But anyway. Or you see a snow leopard in the back of a van in a 100-degree floor. I mean, that, it's, it's, that it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. one of those things that it's – he clearly – he utilized these things. But as, as Carrie points out, the people that showed up at Carol's, how are they any better than the person that went They're to not. the rest? Because they paid all. money for her to wear that stupid little – the little hair, that little flower lay around her head and petal like the Wicked Witch of the West to go through this thing. And she's like, oh, but I'm saving them. Lady, you're saving them from all these other people who you say are the worst she's, in the world, but you are profiting off the fact that they're doing this. This yes. money, And that, that's, in my opinion, why the people in Peter are probably the worst that, that came out the worst of this whole thing because they have to realize... We just got dragged through the mud by a con artist that was as bad, if not worse, than all the rest of the people that we have spent our money shutting down. We thought the two of them and their little tiger outfits and their stupid little hats and their soirees, we thought they could raise money to help us and education. But I'm not sure that they aren't as bad as the others that are out there because that's their only source of income. That's all they're there to do. They have to have these animals captive or recovered or whatever retirement facility they have to have that to to succeed so I just, i'll say this yeah. one like john i agree you're completely right right it's like it's a weird play to back especially when it's now been exposed and yeah. maybe people wake yeah. up and see and see the other side of this but her literally her outfits and her clothing choices and the way she chose to dress 
I mean, I could not deal with it at all. It like bothered me. Everything no, that she wore, no. everything that she said while she was wearing them, <laughs> and the fact that like she like had her husband like in the leash and like oh the new husband, yeah the new whoa it's just wow I can't even you don't have you don't have a wedding photo in the similar similar car <laughs> yeah, well some, yeah exactly and, no. and and you know how about how about this poor kid that that married Joe in this three way marriage and then you know. Accidentally, and again, I'm using oh, that air was, quotes. Um, you know, you're talking about Maldonado. Yeah, yeah kill, kills himself. Yes. You know, that kid was obviously he had problems. He had mental problems. He had drug problems. And again, it's the exploitation. And his and his mom and sister did too. Yeah, the fact right? that they manipulated the mom to come to the next wedding. Yeah, that was yep, I mean, that was awful. Yeah, I just again, it 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 started off really kind of oh wow this is weird and you know people got to do something and this is the these people's things they don't collect bourbon they collect tigers or whatever and then again like i said for myself personally by episode three or four i was like damn this is really sad for everything and to me like the the biggest comparison i could draw to and maybe we've talked about this on the show or off air it's i felt like it was breaking bad because breaking bad to me had no redeemable characters right i mean it's and this ultimately comes out with no redeem no really redeemable characters at all so so creepily I heard your voice when I watched this because I sat there and said, okay, Chad bitched and moaned about Breaking Bad and having no redeemable characters. Well, hold my beer because Tiger King is yeah, here. Right. Okay. Yeah. The only person who had, like, if I had to rank everyone who actually appeared on camera, I think I'm stuck with a prosecutor. So- that woman's like, I'm here in a sensible pantsuit. I'm sir. doing my job. On, I'm reading. Yes, yeah. I'm reading from the brief, and there's nothing more I can tell so you. So let me let me just kind of throw <laughs> let me kind of throw this topic out here before we kind of leave Tiger King at least for this episode. Anyway, I mean, we may have more to say on it next episode because we'll probably still be uh, Joe Joe Exotic is in place. Shrineville, he, he's loving this in prison. Exactly. So here, loving here's it. here's my whole thing. So oh. this this would have been a thing even if we all weren't sheltering in place and doing all this stuff. People still would have watched this, right? And people would have kind of been talking about it at least for 15 minutes, and he would have gotten his 15 minutes of fame. But should kind of everybody be losing their minds over this because he is he's apparently absolutely what I've read loving this whole entire. You know, kind of newfound stardom. New, newfound stardom that he never had on this TV show, and all this stuff. And you know, even even the other people on the show are finding this stardom. So, you know, should we even be? And, and people are people are going to do this because this this is it's kind of a nature to latch onto something. But can you imagine, Rob? I'm going to start with you on this. Can you imagine if we were in a normal? society right now if this dude had access to social media and every podcast and talk show known to man you mean if he that wasn't would, in prison yeah what was in prison right 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 if no if he was if he was if no if he was free if he was if it, it okay yes if he was free and had access to, to you know normal life it would, it would it it would be crazy my general thought with joe is joe was such a flamboyant character that he would have been in a made-for-TV movie documentary regardless if it wasn't cast 
it would have been something else because that was what Joe was destined to do. And when you watch him, that's it. I mean, he he's just this larger-than-life character that probably everybody has met once or twice in their lives. It's just this thing catapulted him into this. Yeah, and and I th- but possibly, but like nobody watched his his stupid internet TV show, JoeExoticTV.com. Thousands of people still, thousands of people still went to see his zoo, and he still put on this show, and he wore his forty fives or three fifty seven or whatever it was. I mean, you know, and and to me, he was that character. That's what he was. This just made him explode. All of these people are the same characters. This just made them pop on the national scene. That's fair. I think that's a good point. I think it's a fair point. Chad? Yeah, I, th- I don't know if you're alluding to this or not, but I think at some point in time, you know, it definitely would have gone viral on its own, being he in prison or being he not. Right. But I think at some point in time, we would have reached peak Joe, and this would have petered out, and people would have been sick of seeing him on Inside Edition, right. on Mari, right. and all that. Right. You know, you'd have been like, okay, dude, this was funny, like, you know, for the first couple weeks, but now I'm, I don't want to see this guy again, right? Right, and that's I don't know if that's where you were going. That's exactly that's, that's exactly where I was going with this. And now I'm afraid, since we're all kind of like again, sh- I'll use sheltering in place here, that th- it's going to go on longer than it should have or would have. Right, I think. I think it's going to be a slow burn. It's it's good TV. Because, Rob mentioned alluded to that earlier. Like it is, it's good TV. Yeah. I mean, when you've got a guy, if I had I known about it, like if if like if people had told me like, hey, there's a crazy guy that runs a zoo and he's like firing his gun at like dummies that look like his his nemesis on this like underground TV, I would have been watching it because I would have laughed, right? But yeah, I, 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 I appreciate this guy who actually brought this out and Netflix for putting it out there because so far it's the only thing that hasn't sucked in 2020. And how about the dude riding the jet ski? Oh, 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 my how about God. That? We yeah. have not oh, talked God. about Page Boy. Page Boy and his lemur his issues. Boy yes. And that yeah. fat fuck is out there humping the, humping the jet ski. He's the one, he's like, well, I just turned state's evidence. I'm like, you're one of the worst fucks in the. Ah, yeah, okay. Rob, you ain't got yeah. there yet. <laughs> okay, Sean, Sean, no, what, Rob, what, 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 do you, what do you think about that? Um, I, it, let's see, considering that there was like a New York Times or New York Magazine article about Joe last year, yeah. there's a long profile of it. Um, it may have burned out by now. The fact that you're right, we're all kind of semi-locked in our houses. People are going to talk about this. I still see people on my Facebook who started watching it like Saturday night at midnight and finished it Sunday morning just because it's there. So it gives you something to do. I'm really kind of scared about where this leads us next. Yeah, it's like somebody had posted this. It wasn't a meme. It was basically like, imagine, you know, um, like a time traveler comes to you in the year like 2010 and tells you that in 2020 there will be a plague of epic proportions and a flamboyant gay man with three husbands who runs a tiger's and like they go through this whole series like, it's the only thing that's going to save us. And it's like, what would you do, right? They're like, would right. give them money and tell them to get the fuck out of your face because you think they're a crazy person. Okay. Right? Dude, if somebody told me that three weeks ago, I would have shot him in the face. 
true. It's, like, I know. It's I would never have believed in three weeks ago when we're talking about this. I'm like, oh, that sucks for China. And all of a sudden, I'm <laughs> locked down in this house. I can't get no food. There ain't no tournament. There's no sports in the house. And all of a sudden, I'm watching this man and his gay threesome, and it is in, enjoyable. Like, that's the only thing I am excited about is this man and this woman running around with his hair lay. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, John has she been pouring the Forester. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, well, <laughs> that's going to kind of end our discussion of Tiger King for now. We, you know what? We'll probably revisit it, honestly, because there's a, still a lot to unpack. To do. We'll be back. Right, we'll be back. There's still lots to unpack in this, and Rob has to finish it. So, yeah, you need to finish the the thing or whatever. <laughs> well, maybe a suggestion. Yeah. Maybe we should like pick a movie or a show or something like that Ooh, to do this I, again. I, for, yeah. You know, I like since that. There's not much going out on the yeah. world. Maybe we could find something that that people are kind of chattering about or something we could discover on our own. You yeah. Know, I maybe. Th- I like it. No, I think we can do that. I think we're. I'm still up for creating content. I am. I'm not going to stop creating content. Send um, your suggestions too. Yeah, and send your suggestions too. Uh, podcast at or B A B. What is it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Oh. Rob, what is it? Let's savage the rise of Skywalker. Lord. Oh, oh, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I could do that even without yeah. watching it. That's yeah. But no, Chad, I'm down with that. And if anybody has any suggestions, uh, tweet us or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, we're going to have to do something because I am committed to still creating content up in here. I am anyway. The Unabomber, uh, the Unabomber documentary series, I think it's like four episodes on Netflix is a good one. Oh. It's, not, nothing, it's nothing crazy like this, but it's, it's still pretty well done. Yeah, out, you yeah. know what? Yeah, we we'll look for something. We'll look for something. We'll we'll come up on a consensus with something, because we all got the Netflixes. Okay, there'll never be a consensus because we can't agree on anything. <laughs> That's the crux of the show. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, then you know what? Here, okay. So then we won't agree on anything. So here, then Rob is the first one to pick something, and then Chad goes, and then Sean goes, and then we go. So how about that? Oh. What? <laughs> No pressure. Oh, I'll have to look at my options. I did watch Ford versus Ferrari last night. It was good. I was heard good, good things about that. I really heard good that things good. about that. It was really good. Yeah. Enjoyed it. I have heard very good I, things I, I about that. I read after the after it went off. I read about it for about uh, maybe two hours after the movie went off. So anything that kind of gets me in the in the, the investigative stage, I find you know I liked it. All right, so All right. we'll we'll just have to figure out who's going to go first on picking this next content creation watch thing that we'll talk about. I like it. I like that a lot. Good job, Chad. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, I think now we're going to we're going to do end of the show shout outs. Anyone? Man, just wow. just a Joe Exotic, bro. I hope you get your ninety-six million dollar lawsuits <laughs> and get your name cleared. Wash Rob? your hands, people. Wash your hands. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm, I'm 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 good here. Yeah, no end of the show. Okay, so I'll Great. shout out. Um, first of all, Joe Exotic. Joe is leading the. He's leading us all into an uncertain time where we about. Two, three weeks from finding out what people's real hair colors are. Because when they, spoiler alert, Rob, when he showed up in his prison calls, that shit ain't real in that blonde. 
Um, so well, that, that, that came out of a bottle. You you got a lot of people going to be doing some home haircuts and some home dyes, and it's going to be rough soon, in my opinion. I would also like to shout out Billy Gillespie, who has a chance at a D one job, believe it or not. Um, if the COVID, oh, it's whoa. the it's the second sign of the apocalypse. Rick got one. Now Gillespie's going to get one. So we're all pretty much going to die from this. Um, at least that's what we hope. It. I don't know which would be worse, watching Gillespie coach D one ball again. I don't know. I don't know. But it, apparently he is is a final candidate for a D one a school that will be going D one in July. We'll see how that works out. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. Proving everyone has a redeemable story. You got anything else? That's fair. Well, all right. I would like to shout out to all the in- independent podcasters out there who are still producing content, um, you know, with via the videos and the ch- whatever else you got to do to get it done, which is probably how you've always gotten it done for the most part. But uh, shout out to all the independent podcasters out there who are getting it done because, yeah, it's pretty clear that the people who rely, who don't have their own or haven't taught themselves how to do things, yeah, it's pretty clear y'all suck. But that's for another show. Um, all right. Anyway, th- I'm feeling this old Forrester. Oh, we forgot to review the bourbon, actually. Yeah, the bourbon was good. So we probably should do that before we <laughs> it was good. Before we go. Rob, how was your bourbon? Uh, oh, I, I I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, I have I don't know eight or ten bottles put away. Uh, I'm good for the uh, the whole COVID quarantine. All right, Chad, how them seltzers treat you? Hydrating? They always good. They always good. They're hydrating. They're very hydrating. Sean, anything on your drinks? <laughs> Sean, I'm sold out. <laughs> Actually, I think Sean may have... I think Sean is gone. I think Sean he's, is gone. He, he, he just fell out. Sean did, 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 did fell out. Okay, it's well... Just, it's just pictures on the wall. All right, well, y'all do what you can out Somebody there. Somebody check on that. Oh, uh, there he is. Oh, See, I think he's still... His circle is pulsing. I think he muted us. I think he muted us. Sean? He doesn't shut us down. Sean? Hello? Sean? 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 chat. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I saw him go do something. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That means he had twos. Hey. So, what? Uh, my bourbon was all right. Uh, it was peerless. And as I told people, it was kind of mundane, but it was really good by, with lavender bitters. So, hey. Mm. Ah, all right, there you go. Zhuzhed it up. Obviously, that old Forster 1910 got me where I wanted to be. So, I'm going to hit the music and uh, we're going to get out of here. Oh, I and, forgot uh, to say, Rick, oh, yes. got, Rick got six recruits. During a dead period. What? Illegal. Illegal, sir. Shocking. Doesn't matter. There's not going to be college anything, so whatever. All right. You know what? But we're going to hopefully, you know what? Whatever willing, whatever (laughs) spirit, entity, whatever willing that you want to pray to, sacrifice to. Tiger King willing. Tiger King willing. We'll be back face to face. Next time, it's probably not going to happen, but we're going to try. Okay, so I'm going to hit the music. Who let the dogs out? I don't know. Somebody did. Okay, as always, thank you for listening to us at Podcast BABO. We're on Instagram. Uh, We're on uh, Spotify, 12 Ounce Sports Radio. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We'll see you next time. 
See ya. Yeah.